Vinny, it's actually kind of almost cuffing season now. I guess we're getting a little bit closer now. Yeah, it's peeking yeah. into the way. Yeah, sure is. Sure is. It's also very exciting. This is the first podcast in my new apartment. People mm. forget that I moved apartments to get away from the fruit flies. That was the only reason. Yep. There was no other reasons, but it is a nice apartment. It is very nice. Brian, you look great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. Thankfully, the fruit flies have only a couple of them has fo- have followed me up here, but the majority of them are still in my old place. So they like that old place. I think they like to stay there. You have yeah. some spiders now. I know they like to move in. I have some spiders. Yeah. Like, hey, this is yeah. a cool place. Let me live there. But yep, I do have a pet spider. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know where he went. So it is too bad because, you know, having a pet spider is critical for keeping the fruit flies out. Oh, yeah. No flies exist with spiders around. I would even say if you were like using that as a pickup line, that would probably work. Like, hey, girl, I got some spiders in my crib. They'll be like, oh, my God, there's no bugs. I'd be like, wow. Yep. Want to come meet my pet spider? Who the hell could pass that up? That's what I'm saying. And you know what, Vinny? That might not be a bad thing to throw on your hinge profile. A nice picture of you and your pet spider. Um, That wasn't going to be one of my ideas, but I think that is a phenomenal idea. So that's what we're going to do today, Vinny. You know, we are going to walk everyone through how to set up just the absolute ideal hinge profile. Um, Quick disclaimer, just a a heads up warning to everyone is that if you take our advice today, just be aware that you will get unlimited likes on hinge. Like you will never actually Mm. see everyone that sent you a like because as you're scrolling through, they're going to keep coming in. So you'll never actually get to the bottom. You will get unlimited likes, which can be overwhelming. So just be careful, but we're just going to give them just tips, tricks on some of the absolute undisputed best possible prompts or ideas, things that you can show on your profile to show that you are hubby slash wifey type. I feel like the reason we're going with Hinge too is it's a bit more fun than the other dating apps, Brian. Yeah. If you look at Tinder and Bumble, they have, yes, yeah, some prompts, but I feel like none of them are as conversational. These are fun. They give you a yeah. lot of options. You can pick something, choose pictures to go with the prompts. You yeah. can add voice prompts if you wanted to. You could this add your true. voice to it. But yeah, let the record show too. Like, like you pointed out, Vinny, these, these prompts don't need to be specific to Hinge. Go ahead, throw mm-hmm. them on your Tinder, throw them on your Bumble, throw them on your farmers only your christian mingle whatever it is that yep. you're using farmers these days because <laughs> um, i i just can't imagine anything going wrong so you know if any i think that's um a good segue and i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead if it's okay with you i'm gonna i'm gonna bat lead off today yeah kick this off the approach i'm taking here is i'm thinking of a an all-encompassing a holistic profile you want to show okay. all the things that really matter in a lifelong partner and so right. the first thing that you're going to want to show Um, this is actually really good because there's not even a whole lot of work you have to do here. This is a picture that I would say 98% of humans have on their phone anyway. And it's something that's going to show you're a family man slash woman and that you are a social being, right? That's going to be a picture of you at a party with a bunch of babies drinking alcohol. Okay. I have a few questions now. Should I follow them up? Do you want to describe a little more? Should I ask my questions now? I mean, I can't imagine what questions. I don't know what's unclear about that, but yeah, no, feel free to ask questions. So you're taking a selfie surrounded by the babies drinking alcohol. Are they doing a yeah. keg stand? Are they doing, are they the ones yeah. partying and raging? Okay. So they're doing the ones that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you want to show that like, you know, you get along with, with children, that you're good with kids, 
that you're you're happy to help them have a good time and that you're willing to teach them new skills in life. Like babies don't learn how to do keg stands early enough, right. I, in my personal opinion. So if you can show like, hey, I've got these kids covered, I'm going to teach them all the necessary skills of life. Plus, think of it this way, Vinny, if you start them off drinking alcohol at a young age, their tolerance is going to be through the goddamn roof once they actually hit 21. And they're going to be the coolest kids in school. Right. I would even argue that the mother should drink alcohol while she's pregnant so that the baby gets drunk before it's born. You know, it starts already drunk. That's true. So maybe if you're a woman, post a picture, just get pregnant real quick. Right. Post a picture of you pregnant, just ripping shots. Again, you just want to show you care about children. You get along well with kids. Because to me, like if I saw that, I would be like, well, this woman's going to be a great mother. Yep. Or if I see a woman that is breastfeeding, breastfeeding her child upside down as if it was doing a keg stand, Brian, that'd be pretty interesting, too. You're holding the baby by its legs <laughs> and feeding it breast milk. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And like I said, Vinny, like who doesn't ha already have that kind of picture on their, their camera roll already? So it's just an easy thing to just go ahead, throw on the profile. I would suggest probably using it as the first picture on your profile. Just set yeah. the tone early so that people know exactly what kind of person you are. If you are in that 2% of people that don't have this picture, you got to get yeah. on it. You got to get on this right now. Yeah. Or I mean, honestly, if you're in that 2% of people that don't have that picture, no offense, but you might be just too lame for anyone to like you anyway. Mm, so, yeah. I mean, fake it till you make it. Go ahead. You can try to like Photoshop the picture or something like that. But yeah, it's just get on that as soon as possible. It, yeah, that makes sense. All right, Vinny, what, what about you? What do you think would be a good thing to lead off with? I would say there is one prompt that is that goes, I'm looking for on Hinge. It's specific okay. to Hinge. I haven't seen it on the other ones, right? Yeah. It specifically cracks me up when they put, the I'm looking for is meant to be like, what are you looking for in a person? But if they put my keys or my wallet, yeah. it cracks me up. Like Then yeah. I know that they're kind of one in the same with me. I lose my keys and wallet all the time. Yeah. I'm kind of looking for mine right now, but I don't know where they are. Yeah. Plus, I got to say, that's such an easy thing to like swipe on. Just be like, hey, I actually stole your wallet. So if you want to get it back, I guess you have no choice but to hang out with me. You could take the path of saying I can make you keys to my house and you could use those instead. <laughs> you could take that path. But I don't know how successful that would be. I don't know if they want a new house. You know, if they do, then it would probably work. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone wouldn't appreciate that. And you can even say, yeah, here's the key to my house. Feel free to pop by and get in and get your wallet back. Boom. Combine the two. And you're right. good. Yep. That makes a lot of sense, dude. I appreciate that. I'm, I might yep. update my Hinge profile to include that. I didn't think this through. I think you have to. I think you have to. You know what I feel like I would have trouble helping someone out with is if they said, I'm looking for wall goblins, Brian, because wall I would not goblins. know how to show them that. I, they need some gold. Those fucking wall goblins. Yeah, you need gold. It, it's got to be the real gold. They take all the gold that you have laying around. So, I mean, you know what? If you hide some gold in your wallet, take the person's wallet, then the wall goblins are bound to follow. So that, you know, right. this might actually be a good idea because you just them. saved them from the wall goblins because you basically lured the wall goblins out of their house, you trap them, then you yeah. just give the person their wallet back, and now you, you can do whatever you want with those wall goblins. You keep them as pets, put them back in the cool. walls, release them to their natural habitat. I don't know, anything you want. That's awesome. Okay, so now I know how to answer that as well because we asked that a few podcasts ago. I don't think we ever had the final answer to it. I, yeah, it took us this long to to figure it out. So. What else are you throwing on as a prompt or a response to prompt or related to a prompt? Yeah, no, Vinny, I'm glad you asked. I think the other thing, in addition to being social and being a family man, another very important thing is that you need to show that you're intelligent. You need to show that you're a smart person. 
Um, so the prompt, I don't remember a specific prompts, but greatest okay. achievement or or something along those lines. And you could say that you defeated Einstein in a game of Deal or No Deal. Because if oh. everyone's familiar with Deal or No Deal, the game with Howie Mandel as the host, where you, you know all the cases have different dollar amounts and you want to get rid of the, the cases with the lowest dollar amounts. Everybody knows that that game is just pure skill. 100%. You need to be an intelligent person to perform well at that game. And if you're not smart, like, I mean, Jeopardy is one thing. Like, yeah, it would help to have some sort of basic knowledge to go on Jeopardy. But you need to have an understanding of literally everything to be able to go through those quantum equations to figure out which case has the highest dollar amount and pick that one as your case. And think of it, Einstein, arguably known as one of the smartest human beings of all time. So if you beat Einstein in a game of just sheer wit and intelligence, you're basically the smartest human being on the planet. The way you brought that to reason made so much sense. Right. I think that... You know, just just for the viewers at home, I don't ever think anyone should go with case number two. And Brian, just oh. argue with me on this. I don't think case number two has ever had the highest amount of money in it. Can you correct me if I'm wrong there? You are you are correct. It The way the math works out, it actually comes out that if you solve X to be two, mm. it actually is like two divided by zero is the final thing you, you would yeah. get, which is just an imaginary number. It doesn't work. So it, the math actually checks out that case number two will never have the highest dollar amount. So, that, yeah, that's what we want to make sure here. Einstein has historically chosen two as his case. So this mm-hmm. is where I feel like people need to take this into account. Just just make sure that he if he takes number two, you're good. If he doesn't take number two, you got to play a little safer because he is Einstein. He's a smart yep. guy. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, you're trying to beat him in this game. Howard Mandel is not going to yeah, do I mean, anything to help you. He's just going to stand there all <laughs> bald. Um, yeah. And the ladies just open the case. So I think at this point, yeah. it's just a mind game with Einstein. Yeah, I, I think you're really on to something with Howie Mandel being bald. That's something people often forget about, too. He will stand there and he will be bald and he will call out the number case that you just called out that you want to open. All right, what else we got on deck, Vinny? Brian, I think uh, I think I'm going to go with one of my prompts, the one, on that, one that's on mine, right? Okay. And I just, I figured like this applies to me every day, but it's also something that I feel like applies to a lot of people. Okay. And I want to call them out on it, but it's the prompt is don't hate me if I, right? Okay. It's, uh, I'm asking them immediately to not hate me for something. Yeah, veteran move. And then I said, if I sometimes immediately agree to the terms and conditions without reading them. Oh, wow. Let me explain. So I just feel like they pop up so fast sometimes that my finger might be on the button already. I might accidentally hit it. Yeah. I might say to myself, I don't have the time to read the terms and conditions. Yeah. Or I might read them and say, these are ridiculous, but I can't go any further without agreeing. And then just tap agree. And I just don't want people to get the wrong idea of who I am right? from doing that. So yeah. I just wanted to clear the air here. I guess that's what I'm taking a moment to say. Um, do you think okay. I'm a bad person? Like, that's what I'm No, asking. no. I mean, as long as it's by accident. Because, I mean, okay. if you're not reading the terms and conditions, like, think of the people who took however many hours it took to write those out. And then if right. they just hear that you're not reading them, like, that's going to upset them. And you don't want to be labeled as somebody who's just actively trying to upset other people. Plus, like, girls and guys, they want to feel secure and safe in a relationship. The last thing they want is their partner accidentally agreeing to terms and conditions to kidnap their significant other. Right. And then the people have legal right to do that, and there's nothing you can do about it because you basically just signed your partner's life away. But, you know, Vinny, we've all been there. We've always – we've all had those moments of, like, accidentally hitting agree and then panicking. You know, I think as long as you explain that it is only by accident 
that you would agree without reading then. Right. That does make sense. I got to be honest too. I do read the fine print first because I got to say, man, that, that print is pretty goddamn good looking. It's pretty, it's pretty fine. It's pretty, pretty fine. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I can avoid the fine print, but it's just the rest of it. I don't want to, I don't want to read that. Yeah. Dare I say, Vinny, that print is so fine that if I came across that print on Hinge, who oh, I would be sending a like. A rose, Brian. I'd send a rose. A rose. A rose. Yeah. I might, might have to break out the rose if I saw that print. You know what, Vinny? That's a, that's a great idea too. All of your prompts that are like text responses, put it in fine print. That's immediately going to be eye-catching. So make sure it is mm -hmm. goddamn microscopic. I'm thinking size one font, if you can pull that off. Yeah. Brian, do you got another fine prompt for me? I do have another one. So I was thinking, you know, what is what is the third thing that you're going to want to portray um, to advertise yourself as the most fitting significant other and longtime partner of all time? And that is an ability to protect your significant other and take care of them, kind of like I mentioned earlier. And so this is one that unfortunately here, most people probably don't have this picture on their phone so you might have to just go like stage it call up a buddy to just come take this picture of you um and that's going to be a picture of your face on the body of a minotaur boxing a shark okay because think of how many people Vinny, are afraid of sharks oh, a lot and think of how strong minotaurs are very pretty, pretty strong pretty strong pretty right strong yeah yeah definitely so if you have the strength of a minotaur and you can protect people from sharks how could you possibly pass up that kind of opportunity? So you do need to make sure that in this picture, you're not getting beaten up by the shark. You right. need to be beating up the shark. But I mean, you know, with Makes just sense. like a couple days of basic training, you should be able to beat a shark in a boxing match, okay. especially if it's on land, because then you got home field advantage and who knows how sharks perform on land. I haven't seen too many sharks box on land, so... Um, okay. I can't, I just feel like they would feel like out of place, out of their environment, the home crowd to have your back and just heckle the shark. There's no way that thing's going to beat you in a boxing match, boxing match with those fins. You think those fins are going to knock me out? Good one. I think that Poe should be a trainer here. I think that Poe oh. should come out of retirement here and help train for the boxing match. I heard he was a boxing vet. Now, for those yeah. who don't know, Poe is the purple Teletubby and we just got to let people know that he was a boxing veteran back in the day. Yeah. A legend, you could say. Uh, yeah. undefeated in his time. I think all, one of his ties was with the red. I don't remember his name. Tinky, pinky, winky. It might've been. Yeah. And what Vinny's alluding to here, just so, so people are aware. I, shit. Do you remember which podcast it was? It was a while ago. Did our theories podcast? Oh, it wasn't theories. Yeah. Might've been the theories podcast where we ended up going down a, a rabbit hole of how many, how many individuals Poe has challenged to a boxing match. So I would only imagine he has boxed his fair share of sharks in his day. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think that this shark, at least on land, it probably would struggle. In the ocean, I've heard that it has a mean right hook. Really? A mean tail, yeah. So I would just hope that the, the head of a minotaur you said, right? And the, Or is it the body of a minotaur? What are we talking about? I was thinking the bot, your head, your face on the body of a minotaur. My face. I think that would that would work a lot better than the other way around. So the way that you put it, yeah. <laughs> I think this would definitely cause a win. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say it, Vinny, I kind of like it better to have the face of a minotaur on just your body. Boxing that would work shot. too. To be a little think, tougher. Yeah. But... Yeah. That one you might, you have to either get like a minotaur mask or that one might require some Photoshopping. 
Whereas your face on the body of a minotaur, you just got to just go take the picture. It's that simple. You don't have to Photoshop. I thought you were going to say in the beginning of this, when you said this is the third most important thing that you were going to say, like, for some reason, like good joints, like good elbows and good knees are, are just a key milestone to a good hinge prompt. I mean, I don't know is... why I thought that. Yeah, no, Vinny, that's something I am ashamed slipped my mind. I, I <laughs> literally can't believe it. I'm tempted to end this podcast right now. Everyone knows that the first thing you're looking for when you go on Hinge is, okay, like, yes, this person might be attractive. They might be smart. They might be strong. They might be a family man. They might be social. But I've heard nothing about this person's knees. Are they healthy? Are they not? What about their elbows? And what about their shoulder? What are they hiding? Because if you're not advertising that you have healthy joints, people are just immediately going to assume that your joints are just an absolute train wreck. It's called hinge, Brian. This thing is called hinge. We got to know about all the hinges in our body. And I want to know if your knee hinges, if your elbows hinge. Yeah, that I need is to a know. good point. The elbow is a hinge joint. The knee is a hinge joint. The shoulder is not a hinge joint. So don't talk about your shoulders on hinge. No. Only the elbows and knees. That's a great point. Thank you for pointing that out, Vinny. I did just want to bring that to light. Yeah. So what's Vinny, what's your last one to close this out? I think it's one that I've seen recently and it cracked me up when I saw it. (laughs) And it was a prompt that it started as what if I told you and these can go any directions because I feel like there's a lot of things people can tell me. Really? I mean, I think I can think of like two or three. Well, that's that's you. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people can tell me different. If everyone tells me two or three different things, that's a lot of things. Yeah, because I mean, like someone could tell me that a zebra is white with black stripes. Somebody could tell me that the sun actually rotates on its own axis. I'm not sure I would buy that one, but like, what else would... That's it? I, I, I just can't really think of anything else that someone might tell me. Well, this lady told me that she said, what if I told you that she owns 16 Swiss army knives wow. and all of it were made in China? And, I just but, cracked up. Wait. <laughs> all of them were made in China. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me do the math in my head real quick. So they're Swiss army knives. Correct. But they were made in China. So they were born in China, immigrated to Switzerland, and became a Swiss citizen. Basically, all 16 of them, are they like like twins or 16 uplets? She didn't talk about citizenship, Brian. She said she has 16 Swiss army knives, and all of which are from China. I don't know if they were made there, they were created there, they were just there for a stint of their career. I don't know. Well, they had... they. If they're okay, if they're from China, like mm. okay, if they're from China, that means they probably either were born or grew up in China, right? I think that makes probably. sense. Mm. Okay, but now they're Swiss, so that means they yeah. have to be a, a citizen of Switzerland. If you're, I guess, they maybe they volunteered for the Swiss army, like that's how that works. Uh, like they just volunteer for the military service, but they're still from China. Like, maybe wait a second, what about Swiss cheese? Is that a uh, citizen of Switzerland? Does that also come from China? Did the cheese and the knives come over together? God. Well, the knives are in the army. I don't know if the cheese are just Swiss. Maybe they're just Swiss and they moved. Oh. Because the army knives, are. I mean, they're, they're knives that are in the army. That's what, that's what they're described as anyway. Where does Swiss cheese come from? We are getting to the bottom of this. I'm going to guess Seattle. West Central Switzerland, not Seattle. That was actually my thought too. No. So yeah, Swiss cheese comes from West Central Switzerland. Oh, it actually says Swiss cheese was born in a lush valley in West Central Switzerland. Okay. So so migrated to China. 
I guess I don't know if Swiss cheese has any affiliation to China. Okay, okay, okay. Do you do you have any Swiss cheese with you right now? We could just ask it, get to the bottom um, of this. That's not Swiss cheese. Um no. No, that was that was a Celsius you just picked up. I don't that was definitely not Swiss cheese. Who might know? We could ask Harvard. I can reach out to Harvard and have them do some research and just get back to us. You know what, Vinny? I'm calling Andrea. Okay. Let's see if she knows. Please phone her into this conversation. Put her right up to the mic. Let's see. She's gonna have no idea she's on a on a podcast. No, this is perfect. She better pick up. Hi. Andrea, I have a very important question for you. What is the question? Do you have any Swiss cheese on you right now by any chance? I do not, but I'm going to the grocery store. Yes. Okay. Oh, my, Andrea, you are a lifesaver. Thank goodness. Can you drive like a thousand miles an hour and get this fast? Because this is very time sensitive. Why do you need Swiss cheese? Because we're trying to figure... Wait, shit, Vinny, what were we trying to figure out? What was the question? I want to know if Swiss cheese has ever been to China. Like, has it ever been in China? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, all right, long story short, I don't know if you know this, but Swiss army knives were actually born in China and then immigrated to Switzerland. So now we're trying to figure out if Swiss mm -hmm. cheese has ever been to China. Because I looked it up and it said it was born in Switzerland. So that checks out. So now we're wondering if it's ever been to China. Cannot find an answer. So we were thinking we would just ask some Swiss cheese what the answer is. Well, I was going to say, you just had to ask an expert. And apparently I'm the cheese expert. Yes. Okay. So what's the answer uh, then? She is cheesy. Wait, wait, I have a follow-up question to quickly interject. Yes. When you say long story short, are you just, is that just a regular story because your last name is long? Or oh. is it going to be like a, a long story? Like it's going to take a while to tell. Andrea, I was not trying to get my mind exploded into smithereens today, but I now I'm wondering if every person that has ever said long story short, are they just talking about a story that I told them? Right, are they just saying like, hey, Brian, I'm telling Brian Long this story, so long story. Right. That makes... Okay, anyways, back to the cheese, I guess. Yeah, God, that's so smart. This is why we called you, Andrea. This is why we needed thank you, you. thank you. Has Swiss cheese ever gone to China? This is unbelievable. No. Okay. Do you have like research or like evidence to back that up, or are we just kind of pulling shit out of thin air here? Well, it's called Swiss cheese, right? Like it's Swiss, so yeah, yeah. So You're taking its word for it. America's the melting pot, so that's why it's here. Yeah. And we have the chain restaurant, the Melting Pot, which has different types of cheeses and fondues there. Yeah. So hearsay. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good point. That is it's all hearsay. Right. Yeah, wait. Now, Vinny raises a good point too. Why are we just taking the che what the cheese is saying at face value? Like, has anyone hooked up Swiss cheese to a lie detector? Are we sure that it's Swiss? What if this this is all a conspiracy theory? Where are the witnesses? I think this is all this is a government conspiracy theory. Wow. Yeah, big time. I can't believe we just cracked this, and everyone just let it go. No one's looking into this. We are the only ones. Who have called shenanigans where it's due? Why were there no witnesses? People on your guys' podcast that you're just government theories are being unlocked. Andrea, I have great news for you. Is this a podcast? Yeah, you're on a podcast right now. Where are the cheeses from? We don't know. You will be hearing this this entire conversation in our next podcast. Are you calling anyone else? No, you would just call then. We were like, we need to get to the bottom of this. And I was like, okay, I'm calling Andrea. She's the only one that would have the answer to this. Andrea, thank you for your service. 
We're going to go. We're going to think about this. We're going to sit on it. We are not going to panic. So don't worry. I appreciate it so much. Okay, bye. All right, thank God we finally got to the bottom of that. That was a lot. Yeah, wow. Um, I hope our viewers are okay. That was a lot to take in. You might want to take notes. We'll summarize that Andrea basically found out. Cheese is a big funky liar. It's a big yeah. funky tasting liar. I don't know where cheese is actually from, and uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. We're gonna I, investigate. I cannot believe it. I I feel so played. I feel so played. Same. Wow, Vinny, this was supposed to be just like a podcast, just to help people out on how to get um Hates, like nineteen man, like... trillion likes and just you know date every single human on this planet, and all of a sudden we're finding out that. Swiss cheese is a fucking conspiracy theory and it's been lying to us this whole time. I had no idea. Oh my goodness. You never know what kind of turns these podcasts are going to take. Thank God we're doing this. Otherwise people would have no idea. Everyone would just like eat Swiss cheese and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're totally Swiss. I believe it. But, like, why are we just trusting the internet? Why are we just trusting the, che- oh God, it's, it's just so frustrating. It's so, I mean, all right. Part of my frustration, I just don't like being lied to. I don't like being played. And I feel like an idiot. I do want to thank Andrea for taking the time to uh, just phone us up and and clear the air with us. Because now we have to take some time to take a step back. We might just need to recuperate how we're feeling about this. I can see Brian is still processing what has just occurred. So I don't trust these army knives either. <laughs> Neither do I. And I own one too. Brian, now I got to ask you this because I want to wrap up. Just the entire thought of all this cheese drama and this cheesiness. So do you think that crabs on the ocean floor, do you think that like they think fish are flying? Like, do you think they look up at fish and like, holy shit, they're flying? The one thing I know for sure is yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, I don't know if you know, there's a certain crab. His name is Mr. He actually, he actually goes by the plural. He likes to go by crabs. Yeah. So Mr. Crabs, I actually, I talked to him. He's um he's from that that place down under the sea the right, right, right. bikini bikini bottom that's that's his hometown that's what it is but yeah no crabs was telling me all the time that all the fi- actually come to think of it the fish walk in SpongeBob oh shit <laughs> Mr Crabs lied to me too I mean, I don't know what to believe anymore I don't know what to believe anymore um this is do you have a crab do you have a different crab that maybe isn't a goddamn liar I don't I don't all the crabs that I have asked said the same thing. God. Well, Vinny, on the bright side, and this might be a great point to close the podcast. If all goes well with these hinge dates and you do go on a million dates, you might end up with crabs and then you can ask them what they think of fish. That makes the most sense.